Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and this is American Polly. Today's episode is entitled, An Introvert Walks Into a Mutant Green. And guess what, folks? This is our first week. <laughs> this is our first meet and greet, and I'm the introvert. So, I really struggle in large groups of people. I'm okay in very intimate settings um, where there's just a handful of people around. And I'm good. I, I can have conversation. I can engage. And I am comfortable. I'm kind of in my element. But you get me in a group of people, and I tend to be a people watcher. I, I may comment here and there, and I may... Um, strike up a conversation with an individual who uh, I have something in common with or find an interest with, or they ask me about maybe something that I'm very passionate about. But to walk into a group of people and just start talking um, and jump in the middle of a conversation, it's not really my thing. And guess what? Meet and greets are all about talking, talking. And going up and introducing <laughs> yourself to people you have no idea. Um, it was a little hard for you. It was first one. It was, and you know, I had the the uh, idea in my head that getting into this lifestyle and being a part of this lifestyle that everybody was super flirty. Everybody wanted to come up and go, "Hey, let me tug on your shoulder," and "Hey, what's your number? How are you? What are you doing?" Let's just go and get a hotel room. Do you think it would just be one giant orgy? I, I did, actually. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that easy. Um, and that was a big misconception oh, on is. my part, um, which I have. You just going to walk in the door and strip it down? No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I, I really did have a big misconception, and, I, and we had some communication about it. And we didn't, I, I just still, I still had it built up in my head. I had mm -hmm. all of these preconceived notions of what it was going to be like. And, you know, what it was like was nothing that I had built it up to be. <laughs> it, which, was, it was a little different. I was nervous though. You, oh, you were so nervous. Oh, I, you were, I thought you were going to puke. I know so my, my, you commented, I was like, I got out, I remember getting out of the car and my hands being sweaty and I'm yeah. like, my hands are so I know. I, I took your hand, and I'm like, "Ooh, 
you are nervous. <laughs> I know. And then, you know, I think if... And this is coming... I'm never nervous. Not with that kind of thing. That's well, no. Easy. Yeah, not with that. You're not nervous at all about it like that. And which I found very refreshing. But as we were, we had parked... Actually, on the way there, I recall you going, hey, just just picture everybody naked. Well, that's what they tell you, like, when you're giving a speech, is, you know, picture, picture, have naked. I know, but they tell you a lot of things. <laughs> Who's the they? I don't Who's know. telling us this stuff? <laughs> right? My, my other piece of advice is that you have to admit that that was the better piece of advice. I told you to not worry, because literally <laughs> everyone here is looking for someone else to fuck. That's why we're all here. I Yeah, I agree. I understand that. And I probably would have put that a little bit more delicately. But oh, fuck delicacy. I know you are pretty much strict to the point. <laughs> but, Somebody has to be. Right. Um, but no, I mean, it, it. even even with that, it just like, it kind of made me stop and, and, and then kind of made me change gears again. But... The thing that was the kicker of the whole thing is that we had gotten there early. We did. And then we walked in, and I remember being so nervous because I felt like I was going to walk into a room. And you're probably thinking, whew, whew, we're going to walk in. There's going to be 100 people. They're all going to turn and look at me. Right. And, and there were what? Two, there, there was two people. Two people. Yeah, two right. people. So here's the thing about, about arriving to a venue early. It's going to guarantee you a table. If you're the kind of person that you want to have a chair and a table and that's your thing, get there early because you're going to get one. But that's that's pretty much all it gets you. Right. Now, keep in mind uh, that this was my very first ever type of lifestyle. Like event. foray into the lifestyle. Well, I think I was your first. Well. <laughs> well. But after that, this was your first group. Yes, it was my first group. <laughs> And Matt is turning so red, ladies and gentlemen, his ears are red. Uh, (laughs) um, Anyway, I'm going to get back to the story. (laughs) So the venue that we we went to to have to to do the meet and greet Mm -hmm. um, was it is a is a coffee shop. It's an intimate place. It's not very big. It's not very big at all. There's probably 20. 20 tables, 25 mm-hmm. tables in the in the front room. Mm-hmm. And then they have a courtyard out back that has more seating. Right. Um, and but, but really, I mean, it's it's a it's a mingling gathering. It, really, you're, you don't want to sit at the table. You want to mingle. There are lots of studies out there that prove that if you're sitting, you won't engage as well. You will... When you're standing, you naturally move and you move around the room. And so I think that when I go to something like this, I'm going to wear relatively comfortable shoes. Don't roll your eyes at me. That's debatable. (laughs) Somewhat comfortable shoes. Ladies, wear comfortable (laughs) shoes if you know you're going to be standing for a while. Or... Have someone or we have to listen to Matt, bitch. So. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I think so. I don't think so. But back to the point. If you are standing, you are naturally going to move around the room way better than you are if you're sitting. If you're sitting in one at one table, you, there's really, it's a limit to how many people can join you at that table. This and is true. I just don't think you meet as many people as when you are naturally in motion. Right. So now that's. 
okay, for me, we we did get a table, and because we were we actually had known another couple that was going to be there, and so we we ended up getting a table so everybody could have a place to sit, and it was interesting throughout that night to watch the people who did come in and sit down, and it's just basically because they they all knew each other. Mm-hmm. Now there were times when there were groups of of you know eight to to ten couples. Um, and they were all kind of mingling together. They'd come in and, oh, wave and say hello and then join that group, um, which I thought was interesting. But I'm a people watcher, especially as I mentioned before. You're definitely a people assessor. Like you you kind of visualize and assess and you notice things. And I'm oblivious to most everything. <laughs> <laughs> Matt would be like, did you see so-and-so? I'm like, no. Were they there? <laughs> yes. Um but but so going back, let, let's go back just a little bit here. So we walk in, we get a table, we sit down, and that's when I started taking in the room. Mm. So the the venue where we were at, we mentioned this coffee shop, but it's a sex positive coffee shop. Oh, and I had forgotten to tell you about that. You did forget to mention to me the interesting artwork. The the interesting artwork, the vast book selection <laughs> that you can check out. Yes. That is, uh, it's it's definitely um, quite complete. It is very complete, and it's the 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 books are all uh, sexually related. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they be relationship wise or the oh, sex- there's just fiction. There's everything. Yeah, there's some of it's non, some of it's fiction. It's and all, then, it's all right, and then there's there's boudoir photographs, there's pinups, there's um, clay models of vaginas, plaster. Oh, plaster! Is that plaster? Plaster. I, I believe it's plaster. plaster. I don't know. They're like they're like little vaginas. They're all over the walls. Yeah, and uh, which at first glance, you're well for me. I was like, what is that? And then like two seconds later, it's like, oh. What oh. is that? What is that? <laughs> oh, poor Matt. <laughs> not used to seeing that over his coffee. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But um, and then the Barbie dolls and the different. Oh various... yeah, there's some there's some Barbie doll artwork in various positions of dominatrix and, and submission. It's quite interesting. It is quite interesting. So we we ended up sitting at a table all night, but we had originally planned to go outside and we had gotten about Mm. halfway outside when uh, Julie happened to take Lance through the window out to the courtyard and actually noticed someone out there that she did not want to um... it's not that I don't want to see this individual it's that this individual makes things so incredibly awkward for me so this this is a person that I had met online. We had a couple of dates. We are both polyamorous and both open. And, you know, I'm not, I wasn't his cup of tea. He wasn't my cup of tea. No, no harm, no foul. You go on a couple of dates, it's lunch, it's dinner, it's some texting back and forth, and you realize there's nothing here. Yeah. And that's a thing, and that's okay. But it's how you handle the after. And that is what's so, that's just what's so upsetting as I see this individual often because we, our community in the town that we live in is not huge. And so I have been at events before since 
the dating thing where I have run into this person and they flat out ignore me. They don't even make eye contact. Like I'm walking up and they're looking off in left field so they don't have to make eye contact. Not yet, like I'm walking this, up to approach them, but just like walking by. But yet the spouse will. But yeah, but yet, yet his spouse will be like, hi, and wave. And I'm thinking, how awkward is that? Right. And so every time and I'm thinking, I just don't understand the, the, the level there. And, and so now I avoid it like the plague because it's just easier, but I just don't be a dick. Just be nice. You know, like, like you, if you don't work out with somebody, it's perfectly okay. And then you can say hi to them in public and they're not going to think, Oh my God, I said hi to her. She wants me. Wow. Right. I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> Did you want to say some more? I'm good. I'm just saying, golden rule in, in Julie's book is don't be a dick. Ever. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, anyway, so we were there very on, early on in our dating. We don't live in a car a couple of months. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And anyway, so I'm, I'm walking and she's automatically turns out nope let's sit inside so that was kind of weird for me and it kind of was like you know my anxiety level shut up a little more <laughs> than it already was what's going on with this one <laughs> yeah um and then she explained it kind of made more sense um, but you know being able to sit there and kind of watch everyone come in to the to the venue and being able to watch the people come in it's fascinating to me on a personal level that to, to just to watch people come in, watch um, couples come in and just kind of wonder sometimes like, well, I wonder how they met because they don't really look like they go together. And then you get the couples that come in where the woman is just dressed to impress and the guy's in a short t-shirt. Well, that's, that's the Hollywood thing, right? Like women, we're always supposed to be dressed up. Like we're always, don't you, you know, like you see like couples on like the red carpet and like the, the woman is like dressed to the nines in this slinky, amazing red dress and her lipstick is crazy and her hair is all done. And then she's standing next to her date who's got sweats on. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't get it either, but it, it's like a thing. It's really a thing. I, I, and I, I'm so grateful that you are a sharp dresser. Well, and you always look. Oh, thank you, Dad. You're welcome. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it was interesting to be able to watch the people come in and just, it kind of put me at ease a little bit to see. To see the variety? Well, the variety and just the normalcy mm. of the people that mm -hmm. were there. If some people will be really dressed up and like really sexy or, I, I mean, I have seen lots of backless, sheer uh, yeah everything you know like cut to there kind of stuff um or cut way 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 up uh fishnets and stilettos but then i've also seen blue jeans sneakers and you know t-shirts i mean and on women and men actually yeah i mean i've so, seen yeah you would think that this is a meet and greet and you kind of want to dress up to dress to impress yeah, right. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the way I always thought. And then you'll see people come in and, you know, I don't want to say cut off shorts, but just. Definitely cash. Definitely what? Cash. Casual. Cash. 
Lingo. Lingo, darling. Lingo. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm not that <laughs> hip. Oh. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> showing your age, baby cakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm showing it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was interesting. You know, I mean, my anxiety actually started tapering off and throughout the night. And then we actually ended up having some. Um, interesting things happen when we walked in, and that was that they do these this icebreaker game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The icebreaker. There's always an icebreaker. They usually change it up every time, but it's usually very fun. Yeah, and it was interesting because I walked in, and then the gentleman that's at, that's at the door, and, and uh, he's like handing us pieces of paper, and I get one, and I'm like, well, what is this? And you're like, oh no, it's just the icebreaker game, and. And uh, I think you had some conversation with him, you know, like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, he's a sweetheart. I adore him. Um, which was fun. And then you're, I, I get the piece of paper and I open it up and it's it's Rhett. And I'm like, it doesn't dawn on me right away. I'm like, first of all, I didn't know what it was. I was like, <laughs> is this some kind of like secret code to get somewhere or what is this? That's the speakeasy code of the week, baby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm looking and I, I, and I find like... You know, you're looking for Scarlet. I had to ask the guy, I believe, what it was. Oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's to get people to mingle, you know, move around the room and talk to other people. Right. It's well, and great, and that's what we're supposed to do. I know, but I didn't know any of this going on. So. <laughs> I guess I need to give you a better instruction. Well, maybe just not instructions, but just like the memo. of the memo? what. Yeah, but I've got it now. Oh, we've oh, been you, to don't, several. you don't need it anymore. Well, maybe there was some other kind of crazy venue. But, um, so, so mine was, I was Juliet. Yeah, and you were yeah. looking for your 14-year-old Romeo. Right? Yeah, super fun for me. Yeah, well, I mean. They gave, they gave the literature nerd Juliet. Well, <laughs> gotta be good at something, right? Right? Like, oh, <laughs> look at that. Super exciting. 14-year-old lover. I don't know if anybody really understood my sarcasm there, but that's okay. That's okay. I think it would have been really funny if it was like one of the older gentlemen. It was actually Right? Romeo. That would have been, yeah. been great. That would have been great. Well, yeah. I didn't find Scarlet, did you? I didn't, I didn't find him. Oh. Romeo, Romeo, we're freckling. Freckling Scar. <laughs> I think you've got that better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think the thing that we never went outside that night. We didn't that night. Now we did the next time. We did. And that was a lot more interesting for me Mm -hmm. because we actually got to meet a lot of different people that night. You know, there was a lot of Chardonnay involved that second time. There was a lot of Chardonnay (laughs) involved that second time. (laughs) But no, I mean, it was just different. I think it was just a different vibe. It was a different, um, it was that night that was actually like an early fall night. It was actually really, really nice outside. Mm-hmm. And it just, there was a lot of people there where I don't think the crowd that was there before, it wasn't quite. You bring up a really interesting point, Matt. And I have noticed this before. Um, if you go to a new venue for, and this particular meet and greet that we're talking about actually centers around swinging. There are definitely open relationships, solo dating, poly dating, polyamorous relationships, triads, everything attending it. But I would say it's about 70% swing related. But any event that you go to, 
if you go to one and it's like a monthly thing or maybe a quarterly thing, and you go one time and it's kind of meh, I would give it another try because I've definitely experienced that situation where one particular month going to an event was fabulous, amazing. I met all these people. I had a great time. So many conversations. The night was over before I knew it. And then I've gone where the attendance was terrible and it wasn't very much fun. Nobody was really talking. Nobody was really mingling. So, and I would say, oh, some people are like, well, should I not go over the holidays? Do we avoid the holidays? But you know what? One of the most fun ones I went to was over Halloween right before, um, right before the holidays started. So you can just never tell. And I would definitely give things more than one try. Yeah. I mean, we've been to the same venue where it's been exactly that case mm-hmm. where like the, the, my first event that we went to. I and mean, it was meh. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible, but we didn't really move at all mm-hmm. the whole night. We, we had people come, we had couples come sit, sit down with us mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that you guys had known. Mm-hmm. And then we had a single lady come down and sit with us, which you guys had known as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too, that very first time you were, you had a lot of anxiety and I, I was, and I'm more of a, Matt is a, is an intimate conversation, deep talker, and I'm a social butterfly around the room. So I didn't want to leave him high and dry to fend, you know, to fend for himself. And I, I stuck to the table a little more than I normally do that night. Now, the second time we went, when you weren't quite so uh, overwhelmed, we did a little bit more. You, wow. you were you were in an amazing conversation with, with a woman that, part of a couple that you met. And then I... Right. Um, well, we had several really interesting yeah, conversations. Yeah, and, and I was able night. to kind of move around and do my thing and come back and forth. So that was a lot better dynamic for the two of us. Yeah. But that first one, it would have been really... Awful, maybe to see you sitting there. So. Well, I appreciate you not sitting there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the second, I'm a good wing chick. I'm a good Right. I well, I mean, it was interesting, too. Like, the second time that we went, and, you know, my anxiety level was, I mean, it was nowhere near the first one. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think my palms might have been, like, slightly damp, but not to the point where I needed a towel. <laughs> <laughs> you poor darling. Um. You get so nervous in a new situation. I've noticed that yeah. over over this, you know, journey that we've been on together. Right. That once you're comfortable, oh baby, you're solid. Right. But until you get to that point, whew, yeah, I know. I, it, it is. I mean, because it's. I mean, I don't know if any of our listeners have ever experienced that before, but I mean, it's kind of overwhelming. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, I don't mind jumping with both feet, but you know, I'm going to be a little hesitant at, at, while I'm falling. I'm the person who asks how deep the water is as she's falling in. I know. Like, hey, <laughs> that looks good. Let's is that go. a kiddie pool or is that an Olympic size pool that I'm jumping into? I'm just going to go. I know. <laughs> but it was, you know, our second time was so much better um, on, on various fronts. But I mean, just it, it's amazing the people that we have met and continue to meet when we go to these events. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fascinating too that the the different people we meet from the different backgrounds and oh, yeah. different. It is. I, I mean, I'm just All astounded. Oh, I'm yeah. absolutely astounded at that. I mm-hmm. mean, you can run into people who are 
doctors and warriors and um, union workers and students. Students, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Everything under the sun, and we're all there to meet and mingle and have a good time. Right. And I think remembering, you know, treat everyone the way you want to be treated. Be kind. Um, something else to keep in mind that is a little different when you're at a place or a venue like this, especially a swinging venue, is to keep in mind that flirting is okay. I know that most of the time we all have to be politically correct and we have to keep, you know, we're at work, we're in a professional set setting where we, we can't let loose, right? And this is a venue where a little bit of flirting and a little bit of fun is definitely on the docket and it's okay and it's usually welcomed. Yeah. And it's the kind of place where you can say, wow, you look hot. And somebody is not going to be super offended. Right. So Now, I mean, definitely consent is sexy, for sure. Please don't touch people when they don't want to be touched or invade their space or, you know, chase someone around the room and be a stalker. Okay, no, no stalking. But a certain level of flirtatiousness, I think, is expected and welcomed at an event. I would think, yeah, I would think that a little bit, you know, of that is accepted. Mm -hmm. I think you can certainly go above and beyond very quickly. And I've For seen, sure. I, I have seen um, the people that just kind of look creepy. They come in, they stand in a corner or they'll stand with their back against the wall and they just sit there and look at the room. And, you know, it just kind of gives off this really creepy vibe. Sometimes it does, but sometimes those same people are just super. I, I agree. That can certainly happen. And there I think been so many times I've walked up to a couple, they'll come in and they're just standing there by themselves and they they each got their drink that they're clutching for dear life. And then I'll walk up and I'll be like, Hey, I'm Julie. Do you want to come over and meet my friends? And it's like a lifeline. And then it's amazing how those people will open up. Sure. Because sure. And I was that so person nervous. that had the drink and they were just like right? white knuckling it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, and it's good. It's good. And, you know, I've met so many people that way. Some of them have turned out to be potential partners. Some of them have turned out to just be friends. You know, we weren't looking for the same thing. Maybe they're looking for a unicorn or maybe they're, they've got a very specific fantasy that they want to fulfill. But it's awesome to make that connection. Right. And we'll get into some of the terminologies in other podcasts to help clarify with some of these things that our listeners may not be. Unicorn with. hunters. Yeah, that's such a bizarre term to me when I first heard it. I'm like... It kind of makes me think of like... My Little Pony is what I thought of. I think of Apollo with a spear running after like... It is long Shira on her horse. I well, don't I know. I guess Apollo didn't have a loincloth. He <laughs> I have no what idea. Do you call, what, do you, what do you call a short toga? I don't know. I don't Anybody out there know? They can send us a comment and let us know what a short toga is. tell us. Yeah, what a short toga that is. That bourbon's getting to your head. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I've been very gingerly slipping on it. So. But um, I think one of the things, too, about that first, that first meet and greet for me, like when it was time to close, because it's a very short window of opportunity or a very short window that they have for meeting. About four hours. Yeah. But so when it's over, it's so weird because everybody kind of knows what time it is and everybody gets up and everybody mass exits mm -hmm. the building. We do. And then they, everybody just kind of either congregates right out in front of the building mm -hmm. and, you know, they finish their talks and chats and give, 
long hugs, goodbyes, and kisses and stuff, or everybody just kind of goes to where where they're going to go. There's always the after after party. There is always the after after party. And yeah. I, when we walked out, I mean, I was like, okay, everybody's leaving now. Okay, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's over. And I was astounded at how many people that I didn't see <laughs> right. were standing outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you won't meet everyone, for sure. Yeah. It's it's fun, though, because I love the... So, do you remember, like, when you were in your early 20s and you were bar hopping? I love that last 10 minutes before the bar closes, you know, last call. Because I... And I know this is just so weird bizarre of me but i love watching the um the hookup who's who's leaving with who but see i was so entertaining i never bar hopped when i was in my 20s oh i was working well that's okay darling i made up for it for you thanks (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was never a big bar hopper i just love that last little hookup of the night because i always want to see oh yeah they're leaving with that so-and-so and and that person's leaving with that person so i was actually working at the bar um i was drinking I was yeah. drinking as I know. Well, see, it's fun <laughs> on the other side, too, because we did. We were, were you be, watching the hookup, too? We were watching the hookups, too. Um, so which is fun. It is definitely um, a situation where at the end of the night, you're probably going to want to ask whoever you've been talking to all evening for their number. You're going to want to ask them, hey, can we stay in touch? Um, and I want to just tell you about one quick app. Um, and this is just my own personal preference. I am not too keen on giving out my phone number to randos that I really don't know very well yet. Um, so I use kick and you can kick K I K. No, no. Who do you not like to give your number to? Randos, randoms, you know, randos, randoms. Randos. That's what you call them. Wow. We've got to get you a lingo book, Matt. My goodness. What happened to random strangers? Well, that's what a rando is. Can we just call them <laughs> random strangers? Oh, my goodness. Apparently, we have to enunciate all of our words. Well, I'm not 19. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, use try try using an app like Kick. There are other ones out there. It You can set up a profile on it. You don't have to use your real name. You don't even have to use a last name. No private information actually goes on the app when you I think when you set up your account you might have to put in your phone number but that doesn't get shown to anyone so when you give someone your kick username um you're not giving them any real personal information about you and it is a little safer and a little less if you end up not liking that person so much easier to cut them off ignore right because, okay, this is what happens. They give you your phone number. You put it in your phone. Then you open Facebook, and Facebook is connected to your iPhone. And then, oh, my gosh, this person's popping up on your Facebook. And then they're, like, requesting to be friends with you. And then you can't get them off there. And it's just, like, an avalanche down the mountain. It happens. No, I'm just thankful that it hasn't happened to me yet. Well, well, you know, just wait, darling. Just wait. but yes consider not giving out too much personal info if you have a fictitious email great if you're if you're into email which is basically snail mail in today's world that's perfect but you know have an option right so do you have anything else to say julie i think we've covered pretty much everything that we wanted to talk about for a meet and greet 
for walking in and, and getting to know people? Yeah. I mean, for me, it was definitely nerve-wracking. It was definitely overwhelming. But, you know, at the end of the day, I wanted to go back. I wanted to do it again. I'm mm-hmm. glad that we did go. Um, and I am looking forward to the next opportunity that we can actually get to go. Oh, for God's sakes, if COVID is ever over. Right. Ever. COVID is cockwalking us. Well, I haven't thought about it that way, but I suppose that they it's are. It's the worst cockwalk ever. Well. Months. Just yeah. saying. Just I know, saying. I know our listeners are going to feel the same way. Yeah, I can, I can totally Come attest on. that I kind of feel like I've been. Say it again. A little louder. <laughs> You're turning red. Matt's turning red, people. <laughs> so, um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Absolutely. So if you do like our podcast, we like to request that you like and subscribe. It just kind of helps us get more momentum in the podcast world. Mm -hmm. And if you have any questions or comments off this podcast, check out our blog on our website at American-Polly.com. We would love to see your comments and we will answer any of your questions. Absolutely. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. And thank you for listening to American Polly.